Hi, I'm Maddie. And I'm Mary Lynn. We We are are that that one couple who walks. On today's podcast, we're going to discuss frequently asked questions, our trip to Portland, and Marilyn's weight loss surgery. So the first question today that we are going to discuss is the kids' adoption and how we got them. Yes, that's what we're going to discuss. First off, I started as their caregiver in 2014, 2015 as as their medical caregiver because their special needs. And eventually my parents weren't able to be their primary caregiver as far as their like guardian parent. So I took that over. And that led me through a process of having an open adoption. Two of them are my brother's biological kids. One is his stepkids. And they all still see their bio parents. Yes, which is a great thing. Um, For a while, they weren't able to see their bio mother, but now she's changed. and, And it's a really good thing for them to be able to see everybody and spend time when they want to with them. Yes. Exactly. Both my brother and the bio mom have come a long way since I adopted them in 2017. That was a long emotional process. And Mary Lynn literally just jumped right in when I was adopting them and became the mom that they needed. Okay, so the next question is our first date details. I am... Reciting the question because Marilyn is going to answer this. She does it the best. Okay. So Melissa, Maddie's sister, and Maddie were talking. And Maddie told Melissa that I really needed you to find a good woman for me. I want to settle down. I want to find somebody really good. Melissa suggested me. She said, I know Marilyn's a little older, but what do you think about her? Maddie's like, Okay. I'm going to ask her out on Valentine's Day. Well, I was having a really, really bad day on the 13th. And so I went over to Melissa's house and Melissa was telling Maddie. Maddie's like, keep her there until after I get off of work. Maddie came over to Melissa's house with a bouquet of flowers and asked me out to dinner. And before we left, Maddie was asking Melissa if she could pick up some um valentine's for the boys because the next day of course was valentine's day and i was like no you're their parent now you get to pick them so we went to shanghai it's a chinese restaurant here we had dinner and then we went to walmart and picked up the valentine's for them and then maddie dropped me off yes it was an amazing day we jumped pretty quickly into the relationship but it has never been better The next question is, where do you see yourself in five years? I see myself as a healthier, happier person and see us traveling more than we have been in the past. I see myself going on more adventures with Maddie and the boys and being able to keep up with them and do stuff with them. Like I've said in the past, we went to on a trip, uh, which we will discuss later on. And we went to the Grand Canyon. I wasn't able to go actually see the Grand Canyon itself because I couldn't walk to the viewing area. 
Yes, that trip was fun. That's going to be another podcast in the future. But that trip was fun. It was very fun. My goal in the next five years is to find a shuttle bus or an ambulance I can convert into like a home that we can find some land and live off of that, but also travel when we need to and make our cost of living low. I want to enjoy life with my kids and my whole family. And right now we're going to school and I may go to school for aesthetics in the future for makeup and skincare to help secure my future. Right now I'm going to media communications, which entitles things like doing this podcast and our content on TikTok, which by the way is a job and it is work. It takes time to create content, edit and make it sound good for you guys to listen to. A lot of work nowadays. And I'm going for graphic design so I can uh, in the future be able to make logos and other products for people for businesses and she has done a great job at it i do a little bit of everything with media including graphic design i'm a media guru and i hope to help small brands in the future with their content and how the best they should make videos i hope to be a small brand ambassador for creators and such and that is one of my goals in five years. Um, and I hope to be able to do it virtually because if I travel, I'm still able to work with people virtually. It's amazing what you can oh, do. Exactly. You've got nowadays a little technology, technology for that. It's not always the best. Technology is not always the best, but it's great for things to, to be like, to do ugh, for stuff like that to be able to work remotely. The next question is favorite meals and snacks. I will start. My favorite meal when we prep, and I think it'll be one of the next prep videos I do, is green chili carnitas and with my cauliflower rice, Mexican style, Spanish style rice that I'll make with it. And I'll put some jalapenos in it, some onions, some garlic, um, and a couple tomatillos. I'll roast those in the air fryer, but that'll be another video. That's probably my favorite meal. That is definitely a delicious meal. I am super simple. Like, give me some barbecue chicken and some cauliflower rice or broccoli, or even cauliflower and broccoli. I'm happy. I am so content with just that. She's simple. I'm not at all. Definitely not. Oh, and add a little bit of cottage cheese. She has to have her cottage cheese. That's just the thing with her. (laughs) Yes. Anyways, what is the next question? Um... How do you make changes and fight temptation? Okay, well, lately it has been hard. We have been struggling with the diet part. We'll admit that because we went to Portland, gave ourselves a break, and that kind of sidetracked us, but we're on track now. But what you do is you create the mindset, this is at least me, that it's not a diet. It's it's a lifestyle it's a change. You just adjust to this is what I'm eating now. It's a lifestyle change. I have change. to forget exactly. that I can't always enjoy other things, and if I do, it's an extreme moderation and give yourself those cheat meals but also make sure you can discipline yourself not to fall back on unhealthy eating habits oh exactly you have to you you can't um withhold yourself you have to be able to eat the things that you want to eat in moderation because if you don't like say you want a, a steak um 
I, I know that's not really a bad thing for you, but say you want a steak and you decide, no, you're not going to have it. And the next day you're like, I really, really want it. And the next day I really want it. And until you finally give in and it's not just a small portion that you have, but you go overboard with it. Same with like potatoes or rice or just anything, any kind of food that you find tempting that you want to eat. Um, you push yourself to wanting it and wanting it and wanting it. And then you just go overboard with it. So that's one thing you have to do to fight it. Just like go ahead and allow yourself a little bit of what you want. Yes. And the thing is we are human too and we make mistakes. So don't put yourself down for making those mistakes. Absolutely. Um, the thing I struggle with every day, which I have said from the beginning and I will always say, is eating for um, emotion, emotional eating. That's my biggest thing that I have, and that's the biggest thing that I have to fight for. It. Fight with every day is not wanting, it's not giving in any emo- eating emotionally. My go to for when I'm emotional is chips. I absolutely love chips. I absolutely want chips when I'm emotional. And I have to fight that. Oh, and the next thing we were going to talk about was Portland and then weight loss. Yes, we're going to talk about a Portland trip. And I will start with that. We had gone on our very first wedding anniversary honeymoon thing. Honeymoon, I actually. Honeymoon, yes. To the Portland Zoo. And it was fun. And our first get-together anniversary is coming up the 13th of February. And we wanted to do something for my birthday. Our first? And- Okay, so that part will be cut out. Yeah, our seventh anniversary. Our seventh getting-together anniversary. No, we'll just keep that in because that just shows that I'm very forgetful and <laughs> ADHD person. Yes. But, but, um, and we wanted to do something. We had some hotel vouchers, so we took a fairly cheap trip to Portland. This was our really one last thing before she had to have her surgery, and she was down for a while here in April. Yes. And one of the things about Portland, why I like that is it's very diverse and I felt safe there as a trans woman to be myself more openly than here. Although here I'm becoming better at just not caring what people think. People are going to give me looks. They're going to probably say things, but what does their words mean to me? The other thing I really worry about is my safety and threats and those do happen, but it was a fairly great experience for me there as a trans woman. Yeah, and Marilyn didn't have um, the best experience. Be and I'll let her romantic getaway that. that we ended up taking two of the boys, which is absolutely like absolutely fine because we always say that the kids come first. So we took the kids and um, they had fun. They did. They had fun staying up, eating junk food. Eating their, drinking their sodas because they, they only get it once a week now. So it was a treat for them to have it on the weekend. They loved it. They had a blast. And they got to go see a movie, which Petey really wanted to do. So we went and saw Wonka. And, of course, the zoo. They love the zoo. But my thing is I ended up um, I ended up getting distracted and taking cur- the, the um, curb rung on the scooter and I ended up falling, and I did end up hurting myself. Uh, my knee is still 
it's still recovering. It's not a hundred percent yet. And my ankle too, but, um, I'm okay. And I ended up pushing myself up a hill, walking up the hill until Maddie finally said, you know what? It's enough. You, you can't do it anymore. And the video that, um, Maddie calls me stubborn is because I didn't want to stop at the time. I wanted to keep going as far as I could. And Maddie was telling me that I was super stubborn because I wasn't wanting to stop. And it wasn't until I finally, I was on the brink of tears when Maddie's like, no, you are stopping. I'm getting in the car and I'll come pick you up. And so I finally had to give in. Yes. I went to the hotel a couple blocks down, brought the car over, which was a big deal to me because I was a fan and I didn't want to be alone. Even if we're in the city, it's a big thing. To, I have to, I want to stick together with someone for my safety as a trans person. But it, it was okay. It was actually a very pleasant experience. And we took a break a little bit. That After that, then we went ahead and we went to the movie theater. Well, we went to go eat dinner, then the movie theater, to watch the movie Wonka. So Wonka is a cute musical. Yes, it is. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, we bought it and we watch it at home a lot now too. Yes. We've seen it like once a day since we bought it. Yeah. And so that, that entitled our first day Well, our, our kids got their ears pierced the first day in that morning when we went out, they got their ears pierced at the mall, the Lloyd center, which is very bare and empty. So we didn't start with that part. Then that basically after what happened, we went to go eat lunch and the scooter thing happened. Then the movie, the next day, that was our full day at. Right. Yes. That was Sunday. That was our full day in Portland. The next day was the zoo and the zoo was an adventure. We started the day, not quite at the zoo. We went to go get some coffee that morning. Right. Yes, we went and co- coffee, and then we met a friend of ours. Yes, that we met through TikTok, and they wanted to meet up. They didn't end up going to the zoo with us like was planned. But that's all right, because we actually met them, which is fun. Yes, and the zoo was fun. It was a nice day out that day. We got to see most of the animals, I would say. Yes, most of them were out. Yes, most of the animals there's always some that are stubborn that don't show up. I took some great pictures. We took some great videos. I posted that video on social media with the podcast in the background. So you can catch that on our social medias. I felt like that would be actually, no, that was, yeah, that was on our social medias. I posted it. Uh, I felt like, and I might do that with other podcast episodes in the future so you can hear our podcast on social media. But truthfully, we want to build up our podcast platform. Definitely, yes, we do. And we were super tired going home the rest of the day. And I'll let her kind of explain the yeah, drive so, home. So, um, as you all know, Maddie has diabetes, so Maddie's feet aren't always the best. And so, uh, with all the walking that Maddie did at the zoo... It really messed up her feet. So I ended up driving home the whole way, which wasn't a plan because, you know, I drove almost all the way there. So Maddie was going to drive home, but that didn't happen. Um, About halfway through the drive, 
it started getting foggy. And I'm, I, I, I'm cool. I can drive in fog. But when it's split pea soup fog, which is what I call super thick fog, I absolutely hate it. And it scared the crap out of me. Uh, I ended up biting my lip so hard. Somebody asked me if I had a um, cold sore the next day because it was so big. <laughs> no, it wasn't a cold sore. It was just because I bit it so hard. But I got us home in one piece, and that's what matters, right? <laughs> one of the big things we did not mention while at the zoo was Marilyn getting a call from Pompeii Surgical Center. And why that's important is if she's able to come up with the money up front, she can get a bigger discount. And if not, she's still set for financing for the surgery. And she got her surgery date and I'm going to let her talk more about that. So, yes. So, I got my surgical date. It is April 2nd. Um, they are having a 10-year special. It's $4,600 plus travel expenses if you can pay in cash. If not, it's the whole $5,800 plus $200 more for financing. So, $6,000 total, $2,800 down plus your travel expenses. And about $135 a month after that. So yes, if I can come up with the whole amount of money, that's a good chunk that I'm saving in the end. Uh, so April 2nd is surgery date, which means my butt is starting to get in gear right now. And eating healthier, er, 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 healthier than I have been. Uh, prepping meals more, definitely more, and being more strict with it. And then uh, the middle of my, so in about another week, I will get even more strict. And then the beginning of the month, beginning of March, I will get super strict because that is my pre-op diet. Uh, the pre-op diet entails, I have a four-week one, and the pre-op diet entails uh, cottage cheese, sugar-free pudding, sugar-free jello, sugar-free popsicles, three protein shakes a day. Uh, water, sugar-free drinks. Um, for the first week, I get four ounces of meat and a bowl of veggies a day. But weeks two through four, I get everything except the meat and vegetables. So it is a really big commitment. Then after the surgery, it's two weeks of liquid diet, two weeks of soft, no, sorry, two weeks of liquid, two weeks of puree, two weeks of soft. Then you start integrating other foods into your diet. So it is a huge commitment. It is not the easy way out, like people say. It is a very difficult thing to have done. How are you feeling as a surgery approaches? Are you nervous? People do ask that a lot about your weight loss surgery. Are you nervous? Are you scared? What are your thoughts about it? Oh, absolutely. Yes, they do ask that. Uh, I am a little nervous not to have it in Mexico just because it's surgery in general. I'm a little nervous, but I'm so unbelievably excited to get this tool to help me lose the weight and finally take back my body. You know what I mean? Yes, I understand that. And it's been years coming. And another remark people often say that kind of gets me that I want you to address 
on this podcast talking about your weight loss is how does somebody get to this to this point? Oh yes, we have we've been asked that several times. <clears throat> um so I have PTSD, PCOS, uh anxiety, depression among other things, but um in emotional eating, it, it's it's all combined. It's not just one thing, but it's all the things combined that um, you could say help me get to the size I am now. Which, as I've already discussed, I am taking back. I am working on my emotional eating. I'm working on my mindset. You have to have your mindset right before your surgery or you won't succeed with the surgery. Because somebody said it is 20% surgery, 80% mindset. So you have to have your mindset good before you get it done. Or you will not succeed. It will not work. It is a tool. It is not a magic wand. It's supposed to help you. Not just... Get, you don't just lose it just like that. You have to work for it. And I think that about concludes this podcast. A couple things I want to mention. If people have questions for us, our email is that one couple who walks at gmail.com. We also have a link tree in all our social media platforms. And our username for social media is that one couple who walks. We are on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Under that link tree, we have all our links, including uh, our support for our podcast. If you want to support our podcast with a monthly donation, that would help us a lot. Um, we just started this podcast. Any amount can help. And also you can contact us within the link tree as well. We have all our contact information in there. Any last things or thoughts? Uh, I just want to say thank you so much for all of our supporters. We appreciate each and every one of you. We absolutely love you. And it's it's crazy still. I, I still cannot get over how many people we have that are on our side. It is amazing. It is crazy. But you all motivate us to do better. You all motivate us, me, Maddie, to move forward as a trans person. Despite the negativity I've received as a trans person and also negativity she receives as an overweight person. Our supporters are who get us through. Definitely, yes, they do. Somebody asked me, um, just reminding just remember this. Somebody asked me, is it difficult to be a plus size influencer? And the answer is it is not easy. Because people look at you and if you say one thing, they're like, um, excuse me. Like I was talking about how emotionally eating chips and I'm like I can't do that anymore because chips isn't good for you and earlier I had said that um we had gotten some chocolate because of the time of month it is for me and somebody said but chocolate is and I'm like seriously this is some things that it's it's hard to be an influence because you if you say one thing wrong they it, it comes back to bite you kind of thing that's true with me being trans so i actually had mentioned yesterday about how she's more assertive than me and how i said one example was when i was at walmart and the 
family restroom was locked because I prefer to use the family restroom as a trans person. And, um, and I also mentioned there was one time I used a women's restroom in Portland because I had to go and I did not feel safe in the men's restroom. Oh, yeah, I said the wrong thing and people said, you, you wouldn't do that if my daughter was in there. Like, girl, I have to pee. Right. And it was just a single stall. It wasn't like it was a bunch of stalls. That is not something Maddie is comfortable with. Maddie would rather it be a single stall so that we can lock, she can lock the door. You know, it's not something that she wants to do. She does not feel comfortable going in the men's room or the women's room. She would rather a non-gender or, as we said, family restroom. Because those are single stalls, you can lock them. Exactly. Thanks for tuning into our podcast. And remember, we are that one couple who walks. Walks.